0: What's up, Addicts? Welcome back. This is a twofer for this week, episode 52. Welcome back to another episode of the Redskins Addicts podcast. Here tonight, we got myself, Steve. We got Big Phil. We got Dev joining hey, everybody. Um, so episode 52, uh, for us, that's, that's a big, you know, we're, we're creeping up in the episode numbers So 52. We're going to dedicate this episode to the one Neil Oakley. So Phil, give us a little bit of a, a little bit of knowledge about uh, O'Neill. Neil Ilkwitz, Maryland Terrapin,
1: line middle linebacker, um, two-time Super Bowl champion in the eighties, definitely an anchor of the uh, of the Redskins defense. He's a name that's not given as much glory as you know the Charles Manns, the Wilbur Marshall's, the the Dexter Manleys, Daryl Greens, and such. But he was definitely an anchor on the defense, a definite run stopper. Uh, it's why they had one of the best run defenses in the league. I um, mean, from 82 to 86, he started every game at middle linebacker during an era in which they ran the ball and it was a much more physical game. You know, dude was tough as nails. Uh, you know, he had Rich Milot on one side um, and Mel Kaufman on the other. And, uh, you know, they that trio was was solid, as solid as it gets. And uh, Okowitz, I mean, he, had, he only had, uh, you know, 12 career sacks from when they started counting sacks. He wasn't much of a blitzer. He did have six career interceptions, though, uh, as well. But just a real tough dude, kind of underrated in the the lore of Redskins history. But, you know, these are the guys that, uh, you know, round out great teams, are just solid players who are always available. So these are the kinds of things you have to remember when building your future franchises is guys like that fill the holes to make your team better. Since we need a middle linebacker now, pretty appropriate that we're talking about a great middle linebacker for this franchise.
0: And it fits. Right. Yes sir, that's right. Okay. Well let's kick it right off. Let's talk about the new introductory press conference and the the welcoming to the Washington football team of the one new GM Martin Mayhew and our new I want to say director, excuse me I'm, I'm, I'm having a brain fart on his title, but uh, Mr. Marty Herney coming from Carolina to, to reunite with uh, with Ron Rivera. So they had the introductory press conference, and, and we know one's the GM. Uh, that's 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 Mayhew. So he has the connection to the team with the '91 Super Bowl. For those who don't know, uh, Marty Herney is also from the area. You know, he was born in Wheaton, Maryland, and went to Good Counsel, where I hope to send my kids one day out and only uh, attended school at Catholic University. So he. Was a journalist for the team when Jack Kent Cook was still the owner. Excuse me, when uh, way back in the day, when uh, pre nineties, and he ended up going out to San Diego. Uh, I want I, I'm, the name escapes you right now, but he went Bobby from being Bobby Bethard. Yeah, Bobby Bethard. He went from being a journalist covering the team to San Diego you know, to go out to be a coordinator of football operations. So just off the street, he got a job. And then he's been in the game ever since. So those are our two new people at the top. Just for some some context, listening to the press conference, Ron states that Marty will be on the road a lot. He's going to lead up the college scouting department and Martin Mayhew will be the pro scouting Uh, that'll be his area of focus. So it was kind of confusing. He also talked about interchanging them and their roles. So maybe the titles don't really matter, but yeah. So Phil, just what are your thoughts on that? Well, I like the
1: fact that we're going to have multiple voices in the room. I mean, obviously we've been told that we expect the buck stops with Ron, but Ron's really trying to change the culture into one that is, you know, we're getting rid of all the Bruce Allen guys. And uh, now we're looking at new, fresh faces that are still hometown guys in a sense. Marty Herney having been in, in the area before, um, close ties to you know one of the architects of our dynasty, last dynasty, and um, as well as Barton Mayhew being a guy who won the Super Bowl here as well. And I like the fact these are guys who have solid resumes, You know, and and they know what they're doing. And I think that the more you have good football people around, you're going to have good suggestions. You're going to have a more collaborative environment. And this is something that Ron talked about in a press conference um, about the later third in the season, how in Carolina, that's how it was. It was a very collaborative process. And Marty Herney was down there in Carolina with Ron. So it's yet one guy here who Ron knows, Ron trusts, Ron's worked with. Then you have another guy being brought in as another uh, sound, seasoned voice in the room. And I think that we have to be very careful going forward if we're going to build this franchise to be what Ron expects it to be. So I like the moves. They aren't the flashiest names, but these are the kinds of guys that can you know with the fact that they command enough respect in that room that Ron's going to listen, that Dan Snyder's going to listen, anybody who's in the room at any
0: time has to respect these voices. Right. Yeah, no doubt. And and earlier, I I, I know I, I had a brain fart, but Marty's official title is the executive vice president of football slash player personnel. So looks like you know they should be working hand in hand just like you said you know during the press conference they said it would be a trio but it's still a coach centric organization so it seems like Ron's going to have the final say no matter what anyway so hey dev what you think about all this dev well during the uh introductory presser it was brought up about you know what is their thoughts on quarterbacks? Like, you know, our, our, our Washington presses, they always try to, you know, prod and poke and get that answer out. And, and Rivera made a pretty good statement because they did an introductory press conference all together. Rivera said, we got to find, make sure you find the right one. And this is what scares me. It doesn't scare me, but it has some hesitation. Is it imperative to find the right one now? Not necessarily, but we'd like to. So that kind of leaves the door open for all kinds of crazy stuff moving forward in the future. Um, all right. So let's move on. Taylor Heineke. Heineke. He has now re-signed on a two-year deal with the Washington football team. All right. His numbers right now, as we know it, or at least it's what, what's presented. We don't have the, the official um, full details of the contract yet because it's just not public. But we know he signed for a two-year deal at an average of 4.375, total 87 five zero 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 zero. So 8.75 million was his total, but the rumors that we got, it was laden with incentives. So we know that contracts are laden with incentives all the time. Look at the Mariota. I have the official numbers. Oh, you got them. Okay. What are they? The base numbers? Heineke's
1: base salary in 2021 is $1 million. 2022
0: $1.5 million, man.
2: Right, I told you they're going to get both quarterbacks
0: for like four million dollars. Yeah, you can't beat that, and and not even, because- it's
1: not even going to be that. It's not yeah, even going to be that. that yeah. If they so- if they sign Allen back eight hundred a year, you basically got your quarterbacks for. It's it's going to take you two years to pay them four million. Right.
0: So they paid Taylor higher than what he was technically owed because he technically he only has one credited season under his belt because of his injuries. The way the CBA works is you have to have been on a, a roster for three or more regular season games. So he doesn't even have two full technically credited seasons. So they only had to pay him 675,000. So the fact that they're paying him a million, I mean, that's, that's good. I'm, I'm glad they they brought him back like that. So Deb, what do you think about uh, Heineke signing?
2: Uh, I, I love it. I, I knew they were going to resign him to, to- to some extent. I knew he had they had some kind of a second, they had some kind of a tier two tender or something they could use on them at worst case. It was some weird thing I saw on one of these sites. But I'm glad I, he's a good more than capable backup ever, as we saw at the least. You know, at the least you know you know somebody can run your offense with some kind of a, you know professionalism and you can keep the ball moving worst case if he has to play and you never know he might have to play and he might be good. He might be bad but at least you have a good backup. Um, I think we'll do the same thing with uh Allen as well. I think we'll sign him to whatever we some cheap price and he'll be there also. So whoever comes in at quarterback will either lead those guys or compete with those guys, I guess. Um back to the, the hiring of the uh the GM and the uh what's the other guy's
0: job? Marty title? Herney, Marty Herney, uh the GM and the executive vice president exactly. of football operations or right. player personnel, excuse me.
2: You know everybody's going to talk about Ron when he leaves Washington, and they're going to talk about how good he was or his record was or he turned the culture around. The one thing he's going to get credit for is making the Washington football teams run office look like fucking Wakanda. I mean, I'm proud of it. You know? I mean, to, yeah. to be honest, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say I'm proud of it, but I'm proud of it. I'm, I mean, when you look in there, man, it's just like it's like a,
0: it's definitely a. No, it's di- it's diverse. It goes back to Jason yeah. Wright's thing, it, diversity, inclusion, and, you know, it, Phil knows this, it's an HR practice across, it's, you know, you want your organizations to be a representation of society and think about how many times that doesn't happen. I hate to say it, but right. in, in many cases, it's just a bunch of older, the you old know, boys. white, white males. You know what I'm saying? That, but to see, to see them, you know, diversifying and, you know, Jennifer King, it's, it's it's really it it feels pretty cool to be on this end of of that. Usually we're not on anything good, the end of anything good. So yeah, good point, Dev. I'm glad you brought that up.
2: Yeah. But well, yeah, I like the I like the Hanukkah
1: Sonic. Well, you're, and uh, you know what I you know what what I like though what I like about those hires to go back to that is not only is it you know good for diversity, it's actually good because of the fact that the NFL has had that that complaint, and, you know, at least our franchise is one that they really can't have that complaint about, um, that they pick guys who have a track record, people who have been been in the business and getting that next step up. You know, Jason Wright was in line to be in a position he's in, Mm -hmm. and we gave him that opportunity. You know, Mark mayhew has been a GM in the league. You know, we're keeping him in the league. You know, it's it's a case of now we have – Minority reach in a sense, minority retreats. which you really don't have in this league. Nope. Usually, when minorities get into a position like that, they get one got, shot and then, yeah, eight
2: miles. You got you know, one so shot. You know,
1: that, that's about it. You don't see too many ah, spaghetti. I mean, I mean, how many black GMs have we seen that just bounce around the league? Yeah. But I mean, you know, we're Man, we're yeah. showing, you know, we're giving, you know, like Martin Mayhew is getting a longevity in his career. You know, he, he's showing that not only can you get a shot, but you can you can move on and continue in your position in the front office. So you know, and and get your multiple opportunities. That's what you that's know, what it is. Just, kind of, so it doesn't allowed, reek of that. You can't really. You're allowed to get it's creating of longevity for yeah. for black front front office officials, right? Yeah. I agree. Well, not only that, but it's it's also, you know, we, we can play about coaching retreads Well, now we're now, you know, and it's always the same, you know, you know, how does Adam Gase have, have had two head coaching jobs? You can't complain about that with us. We're, we're hiring guys who know what they're doing, have a track record, and it's hiring the guys who best fit what we're trying to do. Regardless of, you know, what their race is. And that's, that's really where, you know, you get that representation. That just it, it falls in line, and I, and, I, and I like that. I think that, you know, who we hire, we hired some smart hires. You know, not like I said, not the flashiest names, but smart hires. Yep. And yeah. as long as you have smart brains in the room, good things will happen.
0: Hey, uh, so let's let's transition on. So so Taylor Haneke, we just talked about his signing. You know, to my, my personal opinion, he had a good interview with – he did the tour. You know, he did Finley. He did Kime. He did Julie. He did everyone. I think he knows his place. He's happy to be here. His big thing he kept talking about was, I now have a little bit of security. So I'm so happy to help this team – in any way, shape, or form that I can, whether it's competing, whether it's playing, or whether it's being the backup. So he knows his place. He may or may not get a chance to play. So I appreciate that. But what he's, when they asked him about if, if the team told him their intentions when they signed him, was it to play or was it to be a backup? He didn't say specifically they told me X, Y, or Z. He goes, I believe their intent is they want me to compete. So that kind of tells me two things. One is, yes, they do want him to compete and they do feel that he's going to have some momentum behind him because he's a fan favorite. But I also, it kind of makes me believe that they're not going to bring in maybe a superstar or someone high profile, because why would you bring in, let's say, Dak and then have Taylor try to compete with him? You ain't competing. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if they tipped their hand or if that was just Taylor talking, you know, uh, what he believes. But it's going to be interesting. So let's transition to who's left that quarterback the tables are you know the the dominoes are falling next up's probably going to be Carson Wentz we hear his 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 trade we thought it was going to be Chicago we don't know now and then now you hear Russell Wilson is not happy in Seattle the dak drama still going on when you look at the the list of free agent quarterbacks i'll just spit them off real quick i'll just even talk about the ones who were who were just worthy of talking about we got Dak who hasn't been tagged yet but if he is tagged it'll cost two firsts you got Jacoby Brissett Trubisky Fitzpatrick Tyrod AJ McCarron Andy Dalton and then the rest aren't even worth well I'll say Cam Newton and uh, Joe Flacco uh, Jameis Winston the rest there's no other quarterbacks even worth mentioning and now Kyle Allen is on that list too so start with you Dev what what do you think they should do at the quarterback position, given uh, everything we know right now? They
2: should just go after Dak. Number one, my number that's a couple of things they should do. But number one option for me would be go after Dak and I would make Dallas franchise that dude. And I still give him an offer because no matter who you trade for, if you're if your next option will be trade for a quarterback, you're giving up two first.
0: Yeah, I'm you're with giving you. Giving up
2: two first. You're gonna probably give up one for basic ass car. If that's who you're going after, or Trubisky, or Donald, you're still going to have to give up a first, at least. Why not give up another one for a better quarterback? Just do it.
0: Can we give but, up two twos for Carr?
2: Yeah, no, never. <laughs> I wouldn't give up a three. If they said we'll give you a Carr for a three, I I probably do it. Honestly, now, I
0: don't know- think I
2: don't think Carr's a bad quarterback either. I I like Carr, man, but I just don't. I just I think you could draft Carr.
0: No, I. I, you know, I would- uh, I'm just saying, that you know, I, you know, twos are our throwaway picks, right? We don't do anything with twos. So I will give you a forward. two
2: for any. You can give me a long snap, right? Throw you a two at this point. Those twos do nothing. Yeah, right, they got us Montez Sweat. I mean, because we, you we traded out of it to get a one, but that's the only thing it's giving you. What's the last three picks we used? Uh, Ryan Anderson was it? Ryan Anderson? No, yeah, Sh- Ryan Anderson, uh, uh, Geis, and what's the other fucking name we got? Rid
0: of? Sue Craven. Yeah, Sue
2: Cravens. Yeah, I like Sue Cravens, man. You retweeted me the other day, by the way. I ain't tell y'all that, but you know, I like Sue Cravens, man. But you know, that I wish we had that pick back, bro. We waste two. I give up 25. I, I give Dallas 25 number twos for, <laughs> for Dak Prescott. I mean, yeah. I, I would just go yeah. for Dak. Go for Dak. And if you fail, just if you fail move up, move that second and at first and move up and get a quarterback, pick up Cam Newton for a year, let Cameron Heineke run the quarterback this year and groom that guy to be the replacement. That That's what that's what the perfect world, and we still keep our cap space. You know, See? We can still get the middle linebacker we want. I want uh,
1: make kid Parsons. out of
2: this league. And I love him, but I'm saying I'm talking about the linebacker, free agency. Parsons. I want the guy to, from Tampa Bay, Levante David, free yeah. agent, man.
0: So, so what you're saying oh, is, hold tight at 19. You'll get resigned. You're saying offer Dallas two firsts oh, for yeah. Dak. Oh yeah, that's what you're saying.
2: No, I, I try to just, I try to sign them outright. I I call Dallas's bluff because if they, if they, if they franchise Dak, which they should, I guess they'll have to cut half their team, man.
0: Yeah, they'll pay. So he's, I'm like, he'll, he'll be old if
2: we say, well, guess what? We don't want him. We could, re, we could re, uh, we could rescind the offer if he's franchised. You know what I'm saying? And then guess what, y'all y'all gonna have to pay that guy and lose half your team.
0: That's true. I mean, I, I think we win either way. The problem is with Dak. I would I would love to have Dak too. I wouldn't give up two first for him though, but because of the injury, you'd have to see where he stands in a physical standpoint. But right, the franchise tag is thirty seven point five million dollars this year for Dak. So if you're gonna right. sign him, he's gonna be looking for something close to that. We played this game with Kirk Cousins before. We only right now we're sitting at 40 million dollars in cap space, so 37.5 there's 95%. Now, don't get me wrong, that yeah, that's
2: front load that back yes. load it, do all kinds and, of crap. And you bonus. know,
0: you would say bye to Alex, or you know, keep Alex for us, you haven't restructured, you'd have to do some funny stuff, but they hey, Phil, Alex. yeah, or cut him after June 1st. What do you yeah. think, Phil?
1: Look, I've, I've warmed up the car, and and Steve, you're the guy who's done that for me. Um <laughs> Steve's warm me up Derek Carr. Um I mean I wouldn't give more than a two for him. No. Um but okay, at this point I think that's his going rate is a two. No one's giving up ones for him. Um you know everybody knows who's been paying attention. I'm on that Jacoby Purset bandwagon because he is he's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. He's good, he's solid. He doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, and he fits this offense. Imagine Alex Smith with more mobility, younger, much younger, and cheaper, and has the willingness to throw the ball down the field. That does that not fit our offense and yeah, actually I, expand it.
2: I like I like Carr, and I trash him a lot because I don't trash him because he's sorry. I trash him because it's basic. I mean, he's pretty much, he's like, he's like when we had, when we, not the, the old Kirk Cousins. He's Washington Kirk Cousins. I don't even think he's Minnesota Kirk Cousins. I think he's Washington Kirk Cousins. We didn't want to pay that guy $30 million.
1: Washington Kirk Cousins. Well, we're not going to pay Jacoby Preset or Garrett, Derek Carr $30 million either. Both of them have very friendly contracts. Man,
2: how long? Carr's on a contract for what? Two more years? Two yeah, more years Carr's on what?
1: This
0: is his eighth place. year.
2: Watch, he's going to get it. You, you think? If he's just basic him, 3,000 yards or so, 3,500 yards, 20, 25 touchdowns, he's going to get $30 million anyways.
0: The, Somebody's going to give it to him. The problem is – so here's the thing about Carr is he had the best year of his career last year. I think he finally just got it, like, under the Gruden system. So if I was them, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't give him at all. See how he does one more year. It does, if he continues right. to rise, now you have him for one more year, and you can either keep him or you can – Exactly. That's if yeah, I was what, what I would do. Yeah.
2: I don't know why people are in a rush to get rid of young quarterbacks that are doing no good just to, just to see if they can get somebody better when you don't even know. True. Like, I don't know why. Now you know
1: what? There's a whole monkey wrench. A whole monkey wrench gets thrown into this. This whole discussion. If Drew Brees comes back,
2: he ain't coming back. Bro. If
1: Drew Brees does not retire, if Drew Brees doesn't retire, James Winston's going to want out of New Orleans because he's yeah. not going to want to sit. He's, a, he's a free agent. Another he's already, out of,
2: he's he already out of New Orleans. He's a free agent, unrestricted.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but he. If, here's the thing. He's not going to re-sign with them. Right. Let me put it that way. He won't re-sign. Now, if right. Breeze retires, he's going to re-sign with New Orleans because Taysom Hill – Sorry to say, everybody, Tason Hill is not a good quarterback. He's, he's good for he's fantasy. Freelance. Yeah, he he's a weapon X. He's Cordell Stewart. Yeah. You know, he's a guy that does Cordell all kinds of random stuff, but he is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Sorry. Jameis Winston is. People forget Tampa Bay was only, what, one game worse with Jameis throwing 32 picks than they were yeah. with Tom Brady. Yeah. I would 10, love to have James Winston. First of last all, season. man, you
2: can't disrespect my man Cordell Stewart, man. He could play quarterback, man. Come on, man. Mm. Cordell
1: Stewart had some good years at quarterback for Pittsburgh Steelers. Couldn't beat out Neil O'Donnell. But, but O'Donnell, uh, anyway, okay. anyway, my point is, is that Taysom, <laughs> Taysom Hill is not a franchise quarterback. He is not a guy you're going to rest your team's fortunes on for 16 games. James Winston can be that guy. So I keep an eye on what's going on in New Orleans while looking at some of these other options. I would explore what it would take for Carr if if he's on the trading block. I would look at Jacoby Brissett. Um, I don't like Sam Darnold. Everybody t- keeps mentioning us in the Sam Darnold trade. I like him better, rumors. Trubisky,
2: or I like him as much as I, I don't Carr. like
1: Trubisky. No, my problem with Darnold is the same thing with Trubisky. Both of them have some mental things that I've seen. And I'm talking about like how they handle pressure and, and things going wrong in the middle of the game. I don't like. Both of them got some they're, – they're kind of emotional. You know, both of them are some emotional oranges. And I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not I a like fan I
2: like Donald, him. man. I don't
1: give him a one for him, but I like him. I don't want a quarterback with potential head problems. We've Donald, had
0: that. Donald has the – he has some good mobility, but – he does make like Mark Bullock shout out to Mark Bullock did some good film study on him. And he, he has some flashes of brilliance, flashes right. of why he's a first round pick, but then he'll also go do a bonehead mistake and throw some interceptions. So, it, you know, well, how do you zero talent? How do you round them? That, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you have to balance this out. He made some damn yeah. good NFL throws on his film and some, some, some very good scrambles, but he also against bad defense has made some terrible plays and terrible decision making. So I, I don't know. You gotta take him good with the yeah, bad. Donald. Donald or Carr. 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 Oh,
2: yeah, I guess, man. I am yeah. about the this is about the same for me. I don't I don't see I think if Carr was in Raiders and played all the games with that talent around him, he would do the same thing. I don't think he would have done nothing Look, worse or
1: nothing better. If anybody should want Carr, it should be Logan Dobbs.
2: Yeah, I like I like Carr. If they told me we Do gave you up know a two, why? Or two for Carr. Did, tomorrow, you I'd be see, like, yes.
1: did you see that tight end? What numbers he put up with Carr throwing the ball to him? Hey, I'm telling David you, if we, gave
2: up, if we gave up a two, Waller had
1: over 100 catches last season. If we gave up a two a for Carr, yards. I
2: would celebrate tomorrow. We give up a one, I'm going to be mad as hell, dude.
1: Yeah, don't. Uh, I mean, look, if we can get Carr for a two, a single two, fantastic. If we have to give up like a two and a six, cool. Don't, don't go too much past that
0: second and a fifth. Maybe
2: I gift wrap Anderson.
1: That's
0: it. Here's my thing. I, I'm, I'm more intrigued and it's not going to happen by the way, Jameis Winston, like you said, Phil of all the people that was not going to cost us any draft capital. He's the one person that I would love to have simply because you don't throw for 5,000 yards. 30-plus touchdowns, equal amount of interceptions, and not be bad. Like, I think you can right, fix right, interceptions. Right. He got his eyes fixed. He lost a ton of weight. He sat behind Drew Brees for oh, yeah. the entire year under Sean Payton, who's one of the best offensive minds in the game. Bruce
2: Arians is a good coach too, by the way. Don't he he is,
0: good. but I don't think he fit Bruce Aarons' system. That's the problem. You know, Bruce Arians says, this introductory press conference, I watched it. I'm going to fit my – my system is what my player's strengths are, and I don't think that's the case. So I think Winston's the most intriguing out of all those. It's not going to cause zero draft capital. I would love to see Winston. I don't think it's going to happen here because of the culture air quotes and, and what he's been through. I don't think they're going to bring him in. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. Like you guys all have some great hypotheticals, you know, depth think cam the other two plus a bridge. If If that's the case, I mean, do they spend the 19th pick? on a quarterback or do they go second, third round and get a second tier guy? Or do you just roll with what you got this year and, and pray for the best next year? Yeah. I heard something today on the radio talking about, you don't make the big move for the franchise guy, unless you have all your other pieces in place. That way it's like a fit in and go. Like look at Stafford going to LA. They're, they're ready to go. I think, you he, re- I think
2: he got less talent in LA than he did in the lions, but that's debatable. Uh, I think he has got less talent. I mean, I think that the receiver was better if you count uh Ramsey and other uh, receiver.
0: Galladay Galladay yeah. and Marvin Jones were Marvin great.
2: Jones is just as good as what they got. And then their tight end Hawkinson's just as good as what the Rams got. True. Their running oh. game's just as good. Let's
1: let's, let's let's roll this back though. Let's roll this back. We need a receiver, right? Why would a receiver come here if they don't have a good quarterback throwing the ball? Oh yeah.
0: Right. And why would a good quarterback come here if they, we don't have anyone outside of Terry McLaurin? You know what I'm saying? It, it, you could play that game for all of it. I 100 I percent agree. I mean, L.A., they have, well, that's why you be aggressive up, they have Robert Woods. You do. So, I mean, the theory oh, that yeah, you, don't, exactly. you don't you don't bring that franchise guy in until you have all those other pieces, because if that's going to cost you draft capital, you have to know that that quarterback is going to make up for the lack of draft capital in the future. So are you ready to make that move is the big question they have to ask. You, you know we haven't talked about Russell trumpets. Wilson though. Hey, if he's available, you—that's the you go for him. I don't care what you do. You like that? If that costs you three, four, first, you do it. Damn, Ru- four, three? I, no, no, it no, ain't gonna cost that much. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. You, it's gonna you, cost
2: you what you would pay Dak. They're probably gonna go for the same thing because I, I would take Russell Wilson on the side and not choking at the end of seasons outside of getting hurt on the side. Russell,
1: Russell cool. Wilson is not going anywhere. Let's 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 squash that one right now. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere either. I would. But look, look at this way: there's multiple names that we've thrown out here. Avenues, Watson. so go with it. You know, you have options, Watson. Yeah, yeah. I don't to go down that route. Now but now
0: that JJ, I would never I would Jay Jay trade on.
2: Watson. I wouldn't either. Under any circumstances, right. like you would have to pretty much. If, if you can, sit there, if you can sit
1: there, right, if you can have if you got Allen Robinson right in front of you, and you say, I've got James Winston, and I've got uh you know, trade talks for Derek Carr, and I've got all these things going on. So I'm gonna get you a receiver or I'm gonna get you a quarterback, so I'm get you a ball. And we're gonna have this other guy over here, Terry McLaurin, who's really talented. You know what he can do. That's gonna free things up for you, Robinson. This is the kind of conversation you need to have. Or we have options at quarterback. Or do you say
0: do you say, Hey, Alan Robinson, I got Alex Smith, Taylor Heineke, and Kyle Allen? What's up? Well, no, you, you don't say that at exactly. all. Exactly. Do you think that after Ron and the crew going all in for Stafford, giving up a first round pick, a third, and something else we don't know about, do you think they're just gonna all of a sudden say, Eh, all right, we'll just go with Taylor Heineke? No. I think they are still in the quarterback hunt. So It's going to be exciting to see what happens in the near future, whether it's free agency or draft. I got a feeling like they're going to, they're going to do something. And it, I don't know. This is the first of many quarterback conversations we're going to have. I'm sure in two weeks, it's going to change and we talk about something else because the draft is what coming up in uh, April free. Mm -hmm. the, The new league year starts next month, which is the start of free agency. So we'll know by then we will know by then for sure. All right, so let's transition into the NFL Awards, which happened uh, last week. We had two Washington football team players mention those NFL Awards. We'll just run through the whole list real quick. MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Um, that could have been an argue for Brady, but we'll talk about that. Offensive player yeah, of the year, Derek Henry, the Titans. I think that's well-deserved. That dude was an animal. Defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald. Hard to argue that one. Same offensive I don't even know who that is.
2: Made the NFL in uh pass <laughs> breakups and interceptions. Did he? Uh,
0: offensive rookie of the year, Justin Herbert. Defensive rookie of the year are one and only Mr. Chase Young. Comeback player of the year, Editor. Mr. Alex Smith. No argument there. Although he did get 49 out of 50. I don't know who that one other vote was for. I would be, I'm dying to know who that one other vote was for uh, coach of the Robert, year. It was
2: for Roethlisberger.
0: Was it? Yep. Cause he injured every year. Um, coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski, Cleveland Browns. I, I don't mind that one at all. That's, that was a good, good, uh, good pick. So given all those names, um, Phil, what's your, what's your thoughts on our two guys and any of those other, uh, other picks for
1: those NFL awards. Uh, Chase Young obviously deserved what he got. I don't have any real beef with any of those picks. Um, Alex Smith, of course, I mean, that's probably the biggest comeback in the history of football or one of them uh, by far, if not the number one, it's top five. I mean, you know, come on dude almost died on in the hospital. Um, from a football injury, as a result of complications from that, um, I don't want him on our roster next year. Yep, because we got to move on. But I mean, it's it's a great story. It's you know, if if you're someone who really gets inspired by things like that, Alex Smith's story is the just it's quintessential inspiration. This dude fought. Um, you know, and, and, and if anything, if Alex is gone this year, which for the sake of moving forward, I hope he is, um, you know, and, and let's, let's say he retires or let's say just no one's picking him up. That's a hell of a way to end your career to pull off what he pulled off. That's Absolutely. almost as big as winning any championship. Yeah. You know, and and you know, that's that, that. So, I don't have any problems with that at all. Um, I think whoever voted for Roethlisberger probably did not spite. Uh, <laughs> it's probably Peter King. Um, <laughs> he hates us, or Sal Palantonio. Um, god, but uh, nonetheless, that's something that he can hang his hat on that that really he proved that it it could be done. And, uh, you know, Hey, look, if nothing else, it provides a template for athletes in the future to go back and see it can be done. So any other athletes who suffer such a catastrophic industry and injury, um, you know, you now have an example of, you know, you put in the effort, you put into the work, you put in a rehab, you can get back, too. So, kudos to all the award winners, especially course.
2: You can get back even faster if we had unified health care. No, I was
0: joking. I don't want to turn it go minute. there. Let's but, go uh,
2: there. Uh, uh, I'd have a problem with the uh, Defensive Player of the Year should have went to Xavier Howard. Do have 46 tackles, uh, 10 interceptions, 20 passes defended, man. I think he should have got it. I think Justin Jefferson – who had 88 grabs for 1,400 yards as a rookie, should have got offensive rookie of the year versus quarterback that won three games. Sorry, man. I mean, I, those was my only two arguments, man. There's that's really no reason why Justin Jefferson didn't get a rookie of the year. Yeah, Herbert,
1: Herbert broke Herbert broke rookie passing records. I mean, you, without that, saying, Jefferson broke, get I receiver you. Records. he's a quarterback and he set records.
2: He set records on a losing team. Jefferson went to the playoffs. Well, they didn't go to the playoffs.
0: They got close. Yeah, but if you go back and look at the Chargers scorecards, I believe the Chargers lost over three-quarter games by, like, less than a touchdown. Dude, this rookie had
2: 88 grabs for 1,400 yards as a second receiver on the team and seven touchdowns.
0: He'd be a number one receiver on Washington. He was the leading receiver of that team. Right, he, he took a ba- Adam Thielen took a back seat to him. Adam Thielen so set he out was,
2: four games, though.
0: Yeah, he, he okay. That changed the numbers. The <laughs> I looked at numbers the other day. I think honestly, if 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 Joe Burrow didn't get hurt, I think that would have went to Joe Burrow hands down. He was having a pretty good season, win lose whatever. He was having a, a good rookie season. He impressed everybody. But yeah, you know, for Herbert, they talked about oh he's My raw. Way. He's raw. What's up, Phil?
1: I was going to say, Dev said that Jefferson set the record for most catches by a rookie. No, sir. No, I mean, well, not even close.
2: Yards, I thought it was yards he got right. Rookie, fourteen hundred.
0: Odell Beckham. I don't know. No, it's got to be Moss. Jerry Rice. Anquan Bolden. Oh, oh, had we a hundred and
1: one catches his rookie year.
2: That's right, with Arizona. Kurt Warner. I remember that too. And we broke uh, his that face. was
1: no No, no, that
0: was that was in Carson Palmer. Matt that Lider. was with.
1: That's Minor and those guys.
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah. My, I don't like. I said. I think. Like I said, Joe Burrow would have got. I think Joe Burrow got offensive rookie of the year. You could have made that argument for Jefferson. Um, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is. Just, he's just a force to be reckoned with, man. You look at his. I think league MVP season went to Mahomes. You think so? The the Mahomes, Rogers had a hell my, Mahomes, of a year. He did, but.
2: Mahomes is in a category starting to become in that category like LeBron. Like where where like they can always probably win it. But they gotta do something extraordinary now. You know what I'm saying? Like like Jordan was like that. Like Jordan could have won you could have gave it to him a bunch of years, he didn't get it. But he was just pretty much doing the same thing he did every year. Like LeBron does that too. He's gonna get the same numbers every year, and you're never gonna consider them. But when you look at his numbers, they're better than the guy that won it. You yeah. know, he, like yeah, Jackson. Rogers, I think Jackson Rogers, Jackson
1: had a good year. Rogers had 48 touchdowns and five interceptions and had his second, actually a, for a full season of Aaron Rodgers, had his best completion percentage ever. Well, I'm going to throw this out at you. Mahomes
2: has it, – it, the Super Bowl was the second time Mahomes ever lost a game by more than a touchdown. That's all you need to hear.
1: That's true. First time you know, in the pro, too.
2: Yeah, ever, ever lost a game by more than a touchdown. But one, he's only happened one time that, other but- than that. Ever. Both you know, times, I think, were in the Super Bowl, wasn't it? No, not one time Super Bowl. One time didn't go. But, uh yeah, I mean, look at his numbers, too, man. Like I said, he has to do – and they only lost, what, one time or two times a whole year? Yeah, he had 38 touchdowns, six picks. Right. For 47-40. Right. Rogers two for 48-5. and five. That's what I'm trying to say. He's going to have that – you know, he has this same kind of year every year. They're going to always give it to somebody else.
0: Nah, every time.
2: I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, I, and then you go look at then you go look at Lamar Jackson also the same way. Lamar Jackson had a thousand yards rushing and like three or four thousand yards passing.
0: I mean, here's a here's a
2: forty eight no in the red
0: zone for his career. What? <laughs> who is Aaron, who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to besides Devontae Adams?
2: Shit, Devontae Adams that's who he's throwing to. That's all you need to hear.
0: Okay, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. I get it. You can add you know up who you want to add up, you you know but Devontae Davis
2: better receiver than all those. Adams is better receiver than receiving all those guys.
0: He he's not throwing it anyone else outside of Devontae Adams.
2: Man, I don't, I don't know what you say. What's a, what's a, oh, what's a tight end
0: they got? Uh, uh Tanya, uh where yeah. Yeah, He's yeah. tough, man. He he's pretty good. I don't know. It, it could have gone either way. It, outside of the awards, I think it's it's Rodgers big, you know, middle finger his team for drafting Jordan Love in the first round. Like, why did you you could have got that for another weapon for him to throw you, to. They could have picked up second. Justin Jefferson.
2: Would you give him a second round pick for Jordan Love right now? Uh, no, I don't know anything about that dude besides his his limited <laughs> college film. No, I would. not Well, you tell me, if Jordan Love is in the NFL draft right now, and you picked him in the second round, you would be mad.
0: No, I wouldn't be mad.
2: Then what's the difference?
0: I mean, you're 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 giving up draft capital for something. You, you're, you're, I don't know. You're, you're right. He sat a year. Who who knows, right? I don't know. It's a good, it's a good question. That's a very good question.
2: I don't know what I, I mean, I wouldn't be mad. I can't, you can you give me a six pack of uh Pabst blue ribbon and some tic-tacs for the second round pick for all I'm concerned. That thing does nothing for us. I'm yeah, willing to yeah. give that away. Trade for- in for extra Corona mask or something
0: for the alex smith comeback story i don't know if you guys saw it but the dedication video that the nfl put together for him i don't think that was a washington video i think it was an nfl video well, let me just rattle off these names man eddie george eric Weddle, tim brown akbarg kabaja biamila brian johnson marcus allen rod woodson vernon davis dak prescott matt Nagy, urban meyer joe montana and his wife Liz smith like that was a fantastic tribute video and dak had a Dak was all in on he's like you know they basically had the same injury clearly not as bad but Dak was all in on that on that tribute so if you haven't seen it go check it out it's on Dak's the Washington coming, football dog. team I just got a good website. I got a feeling Dak's coming man and you saw that he followed the Washington football team on uh, social media and then I and told then y'all it blown up it got he it got you know rescinded but maybe that was a, a sign to to Jerry but if you follow Dak's brother you'll know that he's very vocal on, on social media about what his brother's going to do. And so that might be your clue is follow his brother. And then you might get some hints on where he's going or what's going to happen with his contract.
2: Better than that. So follow me. And then I'll follow his brother. And I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll take his follows. Don't be promoting this motherfucker. Follow me.
0: That's true. That's true. That's true.
2: At Sean Deveron.
0: <laughs> Twitter, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean the the award ceremony was pretty good. I, I Chase Young, deserving. I, but hey, two middle fingers to you, Bruce Arians, for thinking Antoine Winfield Jr. was going to get the rookie of the year. Clowning his seven and a half sacks. You need more than seven and a half sacks to get the rookie of the year. Well, you Shoot. know what? The league has spoken. Chase Young is the NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. The first of many awards he's got coming for you. So
2: Cam curls going. Cam Curl could have got it too. Why are you talking I
0: shit? I agree. And now that Cam curls in the mix, so the, the the team released some some album covers. You guys saw it the other day. Phil posted it. Thank you for posting it. Cam Curl had his own album cover. So oh, what shit. does that what does that mean for the DB position coming into twenty twenty one? I'm. Tra- he's going. That means that Cam TV. sounds like damn. That's what it means. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what oh, means? Are they going to put Cam and Landon next to each other on the field? Yeah, free safety. That's what he is
2: anyway. It's what he came to the
0: team for. You know, you hear some of the fans in the group talking about we need to trade, we need to move Landon to linebacker. That dude yeah. don't want to be a linebacker.
2: Man, on top of that, Landon. Everybody says he got a bad year, and he didn't have uh, whatever he's getting paid, sixteen million or some stuff. What's he getting paid? Like, yeah, he
0: didn't. He didn't perform. Yeah, this I'm
2: not right, saying no. that, but he had some moments. Man, he got a couple of interceptions. He got some former recoveries. You know he got a, You know he got one. Uh, I think we needed it, like in the goal line against somebody. Who was that in the first two weeks of the season?
0: Yeah. The oh. the, the, the thing is, here's here's the thing with 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 Cam. who, star- who was our starting free safety this year? It was DeShazer Everett? right? No, and It was And then and then it was DeShazer Everett. Yeah. Then it was. Now your, that was now that we know Cam Curl is the starting free safety, there's no argument about that. Landon's gonna have so much more flexibility to be that box safety that we want him to do. Yep. I don't think he had the leverage or the ability to do that before because you didn't know because how many times that we were we cursing Apke's name at the beginning of the season? Mm-hmm. Dudes just letting people fly right by him. When I don't think we're gonna have that this year. So I'm excited to see Landon and Cam line up next to each other. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. I I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be great. What was Landon's injury, by the way? I, I cannot remember off the top of my head.
2: That was a knee, wasn't
0: it? I I I don't know. It, I just hope whatever it is, he comes back and he's he's stronger than ever. So um.
2: everybody wants him to play linebacker. He's not big. I mean, you see Bostic, who's roughly roughly the same size when you look at him. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I think, you know, he has problems shedding blocks. Imagine, and he's used to it. Imagine Landon Collins. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see him have. I, I like him playing that close in nickel. I, I think he's an asset. In that position in the nickel or subsets, which you're in 75% of the time, anyways. So, that, like I said, it's not really a Cam. I mean, Cameron doesn't have to play free safety basically because you can play strong safety in subs because you're moving land to Collins, the linebacker. They'll be in at the same time, you know, and then you can have your free safety in there in that unit. And that could be the Sejar Everett, who's a free agent, or Jeremy Reeves, who I think also was a free agent. Those are things we got to worry about. I think who who's going to play in the sub package at free safety or the other safety, because right. that's what we don't have. I, I I don't know if Fabian Moreau is going to be there uh, anymore because uh, sometimes he was back there every now and then. Moreland is back Moreland,
1: there. Did you see Moreland's stat of how many yards yeah. per route he allowed in the slot was like second best in the NFL? I'm afraid we're not going to resign. What's the
2: corner from uh, Philly that came over?
1: Darby, Darby, I, I got Darby a wants guy. to play here, though. I do
2: he think does. he wants to play here, but I wonder if the discount's going to be enough for them to keep him
0: because yeah, somebody's going
2: to offer him enough to want to 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 think about leaving. He and played he played,
0: so played like a top tier cornerback this season. Right. And, and I wonder, and he's going to want to get paid, but he wants yeah. to stay in DC. He said it. He said I don't know if be willing
2: to take enough cut to, to do that. Uh, they're already paying
0: they're already paying Kendall that money. It, so
2: then you would put then you would have to put Moreland on the outside, and then that takes away what he does on the inside. Or you're going to have to find another outside guy because Fabian Rose is also a free
1: agent, unrestricted. Well, just seeing so you know, that Landon Collins actually had a torn Achilles tendon. Okay. So now that's that's,
0: he's that's scary from. because you guys know this. One torn Achilles tendon sometimes leads to two torn Achilles tendons. That's
2: only if you're tracing a
0: pizza or something down yeah, some steps. D'Angelo Hall. I see what you said. I see where you were going with that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I – I don't know. I, I, I don't even know what the uh, – what does the free agent cornerback market look like? Do we I know?
2: I actually have that up. Hold on. I'm right here on it.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up too. I'm on spot track. i just I just don't know how, how strong the field oh, is this year. You hear about Darby. corner
2: cornerback? Corner, corner,
0: cornerback. Corner, you hear corner, about Darby. Um, it, most of the good guys are locked up. That, that's the problem. I think
2: Peterson's a free agent.
0: He's the oh, only yeah, Patrick, one. Patrick Peterson. And that's brand new. Uh, right. A.J. Bouye. A.J. Bouye's Jaguars?
2: Richard, yeah. Richard. Yeah, uh, yeah he's on Denver now, though. Uh, but uh, Richard Sherman. There's a lot of them. D.J. Hayden. Josh <coughs> Josh Norman. Who yeah. probably would have been playing all right in this system. That's what's funny.
0: Because he wouldn't have been, been forced to play man-to-man every play.
2: Right, right. Richard and uh, Jason McCourty. He's old, but, you know. Hey, maybe just Josh Norman, you know, Mack, yeah. uh, Mackenzie Alexander, Kevin Johnson,
0: Xander Xavier Rhodes had a, a comeback year. He did. He
1: did. as I say is that we do have to consider the fact that Anthony Harris is going to be out there as a free agent, free safety too. Oh, I
2: didn't even yeah. look at free safety. As as
0: Rashad Breland. Breland's going to be a, a free agent.
1: Ooh. You imagine if we bring Breland back.
0: Just bring Ooh. the band you back imagine. together. Bring hey, the band back together. Hey Dunbar's a free agent too.
2: Woo! Bring the band back together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anthony Harris and Justin Simmons.
0: Breland Bre- 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 was good. I just I just think that him and him and the defensive staff didn't didn't get along.
1: Well, if we got Justin no, Rio Simmons, wouldn't put up with his shit for a second. No.
0: <laughs> well, Justin. I think he would keep him in line. So
1: yeah.
2: I'd like to get Justin Simmons, man. That'd be awesome.
1: I, don't I know. do not we'll see him. free
0: agency we, talks coming.
2: We could also bring back DJ Swearinger too.
0: I don't think we need him. I think our well, safety is pretty good. I
2: know, but it's funny.
0: Anthony bring
2: Harris being an
1: upgrade though. That's that's a top tier guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: he's gonna ask for fifteen twenty million
0: though. A year. We'll see. We shall see. All right. Well, as we wind this one down, um, just know that the the. Uh, NFL draft this year is April 29th to May 1st. So that's another big mark on the wall. Um, Let's see. Free agency starts. So March 15th through the 17th. um, Excuse me. Let's back up. February 23rd to March 9th. So next week, well, two weeks away, franchise and transition tags. So that's when we'll start to see who gets tagged. March 15th to 17th is the legal tampering window.
2: Also, take note that you remember the rule they had against those with Kirk. You cannot franchise a quarterback if your intention is to trade them. Yes, that's that's true. But all you have to say is,
0: all you have to say is, well, we don't intend on trading them. Like, how can you? You can't prove that, you know, anything anything else. Um, April 5th, the coaches come back. April 19th, uh i'm sorry april 5th new coaches come back april 19th all coaches and april 29th to may 1st the nfl draft so it's gonna come quick uh we'll probably have a few more podcasts before then and we'll definitely be going live for the draft so uh thanks for joining us we're gonna wrap this one up we're gonna have have all that hot content for you people that's right hopefully some shout outs good interviews if you haven't listened to the jorge andres interview go back and listen to episode 51 Sunday night football anchor for NBC Universo. Great, great interview. Talked about culture, culture, and diversity and big big hometown, uh, hometown guide team fans. So go back and listen to it. Um, let's go with shout outs. Phil, you got any shout-outs?
1: Yeah, I made some friends this week. Um, shout out to Marcus Red Wolves Davis on on in the group. Um he says that if the team does change the name to Red Wolves, we all owe him some gear. I, I, I'll i <laughs> tell him right now, I don't owe him a damn thing. Damn. Um, <laughs> you have this baby Yoda shirt. Um. And Marcus, Marcus thinks that we're all a bunch of dipshits. Damn, uh, <laughs> we are a bunch of dipshits. <laughs> and doesn't know why he joined Redskin, the Redskins X group. And, and he, he had a meltdown yesterday. What's his name? Um, Marcus Davis. Marcus, I think the same way sometimes, bro. I,
2: <laughs> I am a dipshit, by the way, so I get it. <laughs> I, I, Yeah.
1: But um, shout out to Joseph Kilmer, who I booted from the group. <laughs> Damn. Peace. So he won't see this anymore. This is a dude. This the dude.
2: He's at the house a, like a no. Uncle Phil used to do uh, Jazzy Jeff on the
0: I, no. I jazzed his ass. This I, is the dude who <laughs> thinks that we haven't had a good quarterback since Jay Schrader. And then when you present him with better quarterbacks since Jay Schrader, he's like, oh, they were a one-hit wonder. What the F do you think Jay Schrader, Jay Schrader was? <laughs> he's on the team for three years. Uh, you know, and and, and, and you
1: know, I'm not going to get into, Schrader, into the, the depth of that Astley. argument, but Steve, Steve saw what I did there. <laughs> I he's statistically of the broke this dude down. And then he tried to backtrack and say, I never said Jay Schrader was great. He said the You said, no, not only that, he said Taylor Heineke is the best quarterback we've had since Jay Schrader.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I said, buddy, no. Five
0: quarters. Five quarters.
1: Yeah. But uh he he broke the, he broke a cardinal rule. He he got tired of me first proving him wrong and then just being completely dismissive of him. No one likes he, to get choked out with facts, bro. I mean, that's, that's just. <laughs> and he blocked me. He he full on blocked me on Facebook, and I said, "Well, you're gone. You yeah. don't block an admin. Can't
2: block an admin, bro."
1: And I'm and here's the thing: I'm probably the, the most active in the group when it comes to just going back and forth with people and getting in the comments and mixing it up. Um, and I do that because I like engaging with with all those guys, but. um I really, I let a lot of things go. I let a lot of him throwing insults at me slide. You know, I didn't want to block him. So anybody who's listening is in the group. No, I'm, I'm not that guy, but we have a rule. You don't block the admins. He blocked an admin, so out he went. You know, that's how far it has to go. I will, you can call me all sorts of names. I'll probably laugh at you. But we got to see your activity because we have to moderate the group. So Facts. kind of thing out there. So shout out to, to, to Joseph Kilmer. You know, I don't know if you're related to Billy Kilmer. If you are, I'm sure he's really disappointed in you. Huh. Um, Damn. But um, you know, shout out to uh, Yendor Samat are
0: you saying that right? Free Rodney Thomas. Hashtag free Rodney, free Rodney
1: Thomas. Thomas. Yendor. I got it right. Uh, Yendor Samad, that, that That's my guy. That is my guy. Amazing how a new member could be an OG. Um, and shout out to the fact that we just now crossed 4,800 members on the Facebook group. The last – I don't know what happened, but we are getting a lot of people coming in and a lot of people, um, you know, are getting involved with the group. We have more members every day. I'm adding 10, 15, 20 new members a day, just myself. And uh, it's nice to see that the word's getting out. The name and brand is growing, you know, and that people are finding it. This is a group where, you know, we, we bring the heat as a group. There's not a lot of rah-rah, uh, you know, not a lot of rah-rah bullshit here. You know, we, we come with facts, we hit hard, and, you know, and we're logical about it. And I think that the fact that these people are coming and staying, and a lot of them are engaging, mm-hmm. just speaks volumes, not to us, but it speaks volumes to everybody who's a member of the group. So... Everybody who's an active, engaged member of the group, whether it's a little bit or a lot, you know what? Shout out to you because y'all make this thing happen.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I joined a, a couple of Redskins groups, Washington Football Team groups. Some were still named Redskins this weekend. I'm not going to say the names, but one of the admin rules was there will be no bashing the team. I wanted to be like, "F you, I'm out." I know which one because we. You, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Show that to me. Not gonna say it, but you know I still gotta pimp the pimp the podcast and pimp the content somewhere. So I will I'll continue to join your groups. But yeah, yeah, very very cheesy. I was pretty pissed off about that, but okay, fair enough. Dev, there I know you got been, some shout outs there have been there have been in our group. Fair Definitely it? happened. All right.
2: Uh, first of all, shout out to my homeboy on Twitter, man. I'm uh, on Twitter on Bleacher Report. Uh, K. Butler four. You always tuning in talking about us on uh, Bleach Report, so shout out to that dude. I know I'm uh, supposed to shout him out about three episodes ago, but I'm
0: never here, as you can tell.
2: (laughs) But second shout out goes to, uh, his name is Ed Heineke is Goat on Twitter, man. (laughs) I gotta gotta read y'all this. It's not the real Taylor Heineke I know this, but you gotta listen to this tweet. Just found out I was cheated on for at least the last six years. I moved all the way to Ohio to be with this person just to be cheated on the whole time. Won't lie, guys. I'm not ha- I'm not happy at the moment. And I'm not sure when I'll ever be right again. I love you guys, though. Dude, bitches ain't shit, bro. Get over it. It's okay, man. The only way to get over your ex-girlfriend cheating on you is to get on top of a new girl, man. Solve all your problems with pussy. That's what I need you to do. But there's your shout out, bro. And keep tuning into the show. We love you. Keep your head
1: up. Don't keep yourself. This is why Dev and I get along. We've made all the
0: similar wrong mistakes in life.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> man. All right. Well, I don't have any major shout-outs besides Marcus Davis. Chill out, bro. It, whether it's Red Rules or not, man, we we we, uh, we embrace you. We, we like you here. So go easy on them folks, bro. Go easy. Yeah, shout-out to um, uh, Yendor Samat. I know. Shout-out
2: to Rod and Ellie uh, uh, also.
0: Yeah, they couldn't be here for uh, for whatever reasons. I think
2: L.E. probably uh, got a million dollars worth of Dogecoin or Dog How do you say that's it? Right. Dog coin? Dogecoin? Dogecoin. Doge, Dogecoin. Yeah, a million dollars worth of Dogecoin or something.
0: To the moon. To hey, the it moon. was taking a dip earlier, so if you want to get in on it, might as well buy something.
1: I finally I, uh, got approved on it. Yeah, uh, yeah, shout out to Elon Musk because yes. he's going to make me rich with all this Dogecoin hype. That's right. I finally got uh, approved on
2: Robinhood today, like literally like like about an hour ago. Wow. After, t- after like two and a half weeks
0: damn they know who you are
2: <laughs> i was gonna get on the uh, doggy coin uh train whatever you want to call it
0: that's right all right we're shutting it down thanks for listening tune in follow follow the uh, twitter handle at Redskins addicts join the facebook group invite your friends like phil said we're over 4.8 4. k right now continuing to grow i think as we move forward and as as we get closer to the uh, the upcoming dates that we mentioned earlier, we're going to start bringing some fans on. I think that's what we need to do next is uh, maybe not, not do the external interviews. Let's go inside internal and, and pick some of you, you guys and gals who've really been contributing to the group. So I think that's what we're going to try to start focusing on next. What so, fan
2: Which all want to have on first.
0: Everybody. There's quite a good, there's some good, there's some good ones out there. You know, Chris McDaniel, DeMar Daisy, Let's get to Mar- Marcus, uh, Cody Marcus Jones, David. Marcus Davis. We've already had Marcus on a pregame show before. That's right. We did. I mean, Lamar yeah, bland, always bringing the heat. Like there's a lot of good people in this group that we need to engage. And I think we're going to bring on here very shortly. So stay tuned. That gives us a, a perfect excuse to come together and throw a podcast. Cause we're all the kids the- go.
2: You can come on to get your new girlfriend, bro. <laughs>
0: Make sure you send him this podcast. All right, fellas. We'll catch up with y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.